Welcome back to The Body Podcast, where we talk strength, conditioning, lifestyle, and everything in between. Today, we are interviewing Lindsay Miller. She is a social media strategist and photographer. She's going to talk about the importance of personal branding, creating a community and network, taking that leap into entrepreneurship, and starting a business and the importance of investing in yourself. Lindsay Miller, welcome to the Body Podcast. Oh, how are you? I'm great. I can't complain. I just want to say you're the first person we're, we're trying some video out. So you'll Let's be. Hope the, I don't break the camera. Yeah, listen, I, I've <laughs> always said this. I, I have a face for podcasting or a face for radio. So yeah. we don't want. Um, you don't need to see my face. I don't need to be on TV or anything. So you're good. Great. But uh, I guess we can get into it. Can we talk a little bit about your business? Yeah. Go into, you know, I guess the whole business, social media, photography, and everything. Yeah. So my journey into social media and photography has kind of been a long one. I started out in corporate America. So I started out at Wells Fargo in finance and in business. So I kind of always knew I wanted to do something a little bit more creative. So one time I decided to just pick up a camera um, and start shooting photography. I'm self-taught. So um, it took me a little bit of time to kind of get up and running, but I knew that photography would be a really good gateway between my marketing degree that I had and the creative outlet that I was looking for. Um, and so I finally started, you know, getting comfortable enough to take pictures of my friends, my family, anyone who would get in front of the camera and then utilize the power of social media to put myself out there and, you know, say, I'll give away a shoot for anyone who wants to, you know, step in front of my camera, be comfortable enough to, you know, just yeah. be themselves. And then um, kind of went from there. Okay. When you first, how long ago did you start out? That was like five years ago. Five years. Do you yeah. ever look back on like your first pictures and then compare it to now and you're like, wow, I was so, I thought I was so awesome. And yeah. now compared to now, you're just like, wow, I've learned so much. Yeah. It's crazy because I'll look back and I'll see photos and I'll be like, I would do things so much differently now, but I feel like we could do that with any part of our yeah. life too. When I first did my first podcast ever, it was about the bachelor and oh, uh, yeah. I would listen to like the first episode compared to like now. Yeah. And I was saying, um, uh, e, and I like the mic would sound, you could like hear me breathing into yeah. it and the sound and quality. I was just like, God, that was so bad yeah but when I first listened to it I was like nailed it yeah I'm gonna, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the next Chris Hansen you know like, <laughs> uh, but so. I think that that's like the whole part of the journey right as long as you're willing to try and fail like it doesn't matter you're gonna grow from it and so that's why through that process I feel like I've kind of gotten thicker skin and learn to just dive in and who cares I think I, I read something or maybe I was talking to someone is when you first like starting a podcast a lot of people the reason why they don't or do it start their own business is because they're more worried about what other people think yep. like That's oh you're giving up a finance job at Wells Fargo a good job to do this photography or branding what why yeah and it's like when you finally are just like part of my language but like nah fuck them yeah. I'm gonna do what I want to do it makes me happy you yeah. like you start realizing you're Skin grows thicker and everything. So that's what I, when I was, people making fun of me for the podcast. I don't care. This yeah. is what I like to do. Yeah. I think so. that that's why I'm so passionate about what I do now is because it, I really want to make people feel comfortable and confident enough to kind of take on whatever, you know, passion that they may have and try to turn it into something that is more fulfilling for them and give them the confidence to be able to take that leap. And that's kind of really why I do what I do. You mentioned early on, or your opening statement was, you were asking anyone, hey, 
I'll come do a photo shoot. So you could obviously, they're getting something for, out of it, but you're also being able to post it, put it on Instagram, and, and obviously mm-hmm. practice your craft. Someone else that's trying to start something new, would something help market them? Would not just like, I don't think people want to get in right away and they're just like, how do I become successful or how do I brand myself better? What are some good tips? Yeah, so I think uh, the first one's kind of back to what we already said. Don't be afraid to fail. Like, try multiple different things. I started off with photography, but over time, where I really make my money is the social media, so it evolved. Um, So I don't think that a piece of advice that I would give is don't necessarily stick to one thing. Just kind of start out and see where it takes you. And if you fail, you fail. You'll learn from it. Um, Another thing that I feel like I've learned over the past five years of figuring out entrepreneurship is, you know, really figuring out who you are and what brings you joy. And that's kind of some, you know, deep inner work that some people need to do. But um, in order for you to show up in your most authentic way, I think that's the only way you will truly be successful because you'll start to attract the people around you and your network that's going to help you kind of evolve from there. So really taking the time to figure out what it is that does truly make you happy and then see what kind of things align with that. Yeah. And and when it comes to marketing or you said, you were asking people, which I think is very smart of, hey, I'll give you a free photo shoot or something as long as you can let me post. And obviously you're spending time, but like sweat equity into that to then grow your Instagram platform. And then you, then you adapted and said, well, the photography is going great, but like I'm now adapting to helping people, you know, get their Instagram up or, you know, help them enhance that. Um, is that something that you, when you did photography, you're like, eventually I want to do this? Or is it just, it kind of, you just saw people asking questions and you're just like, let's do that. Well, I think it evolved because a lot of people that I was taking photos for were people who had personal brands. And so they ended up with all of these photos and then they're like, okay, well now what do I do? Or they don't necessarily know how to implement those photos and turn it into something they invest or turn something they invested in into something that can work for them. Um, so that's kind of how it evolved. Um, is just being able to spot kind of a need or a gap in the market and being able to bridge that gap um, to be able to be more successful in my own right. When you were asking people like, hey, I'll put, were you reaching out to some people that had somewhat of a following too? You know, it kind of ended up being that way just because I'm lucky enough to have like a network of people who are successful and um, luckily a lot of them here that I know have their own personal brands Um, so a lot of my friends like Sky for example she was one of the people never heard of her never heard of her either no I don't know who she is she's great she's amazing (laughs) Um, but she actually found me through a friend um, and so it was one of the friends that I was taking photos of from um, just randomly asking people to take take their photo and then she was posting them she was kind of trying to be an influencer so she was just starting out too and so it was like a good little trade for us to both kind of figure out what we were doing and then sky saw those and then um i eventually ended up working with annie who works at skin charm and she's um, one of my bigger clients and so she found me through sky and so it just kind of all evolved from there it's funny i went to high school with a girl and we went a long time ago um she's big on social media, I think like 800,000 followers or something, this girl, Erin Guilfoy, but she left 
Massachusetts and went to LA and started like YouTube. She, I'm pretty sure she started out doing, um, not, you know, with, uh, James with some music, Carl, Carpool karaoke, oh, yeah. but she would do interviews in there. And what they did is they found a bunch of like people that had a little bit of a following, like the Paul brothers at the time and stuff. And they're like, we have a different group of followings. Like I have like not many people follow me that follow you. Yeah. Let's all just like kind of collab and then we'll get each other's followers. Yeah. Next thing you know that a lot of them just started collabing with people who had a different, you know, if five, 10,000 followers and you have 10,000 9,000 are the same. We're not going to grow our brand. We're just, they know we know each other. They know us. So let's go to someone that's someone different and try to grab some of theirs. And that's what they, this group of influencers in, you know, LA back in 2013, 14, 15, just started doing that. And they just all ended up sharing millions of followers and then they just blew up, which was. Isn't social media such a crazy thing? How it works? It like makes the world so much smaller, but it's such a great thing because we can all network that way. Yeah. I wish I was just more active on like. Twitter back in the day. Oh, I know. Got on the, but on I also Twitter. don't because I might be canceled. So I, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. You know, the tweets it, could come back and haunt yeah, you. Yeah. So <laughs> I've, uh, I, I was always good. Did business in school. They always like, Hey, be, no, be smart, social media, like all this stuff. So when Twitter came out, I was just like, all right, I didn't really tweet much. I didn't understand it. So I, I don't think there's any bad tweets ever besides, <laughs> besides cussing out my sports teams. Yeah. That sounds about right. That tracks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess again, talking about branding, mm-hmm. not just for you, but anyone else. Like, why is, why do you think that's so important? Well, I think again, it kind of comes along to who you are going to attract in the world. And so the person that you're putting out there, um, whether it be in real life or on social media is going to kind of attract the type of people that are either going to want to follow you online or be your friend or be in your network. And, you know, it's nice to build a network of people who align with your similar core values. Um, but I think that branding in general, even if you're not necessarily wanting to become an influencer or want to have an online business or anything like that, I've worked with brands and companies. The first place that they look is on social media when they're going to hire somebody. So it is, I think, personally important to build a personal brand for yourself that aligns with the person you want to show up in the world as. Yeah. Well, I know back in the, I should back the early social media, it was how many followers you have. Now it's about engagements yeah. um, where I think micro influencers are now taking over where it's like, Hey, you might only have 15,000 followers, but we know when you put some out there, you'll have 20 or 15,000 likes, you yeah. have people buying stuff. Yeah. Um, when it was like the Wild West back in the day, have, even though it's been, you know, you started five years ago, feel like social media has grown so much since then. Have you noticed any changes or anything else besides, I guess that's one example? Yeah. So I think that we are moving on from like the influencer culture. Like you said, I think micro influencers are going to be more heavily utilized. Um, but I think the big thing moving forward is going to be user generated content. So it's not necessarily going to be an influencer or you're paying an influencer to post about a pre-workout. It's going to be the pre-workout company hiring an influencer or user to generate content that then they can repost on their social media because it's really hard for brands to create content like that, which we see primarily on TikTok or Reels or that sort of thing. So it's going to be, I think, a little bit of a shift in terms of how content is looked at and perceived Especially with um, influencers like Alex Earl. I don't know. Have you ever heard yeah, of Yeah, yeah. No, she just signed with Call Her Daddy. 
Oh, yeah. Did she? I didn't actually know that. A caller daddy is growing, I think, and she just signed... Uh, Alice Cooper signed someone else. I mean, I'm from Boston, so that's... Wow. Caller daddy. She's from Boston. Yeah. Or, like, Connecticut. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. no, That's I, a big power move. But she really came onto the scene and just blew up, and she did a lot of those, like, get ready with me. It's, it's really hard for a brand to create a get ready with me without, like, an influencer. It's not necessarily... I mean, obviously with Alex, she has a little bit more pull because she's Alex Earl, but... People don't know she's a 21-year-old University of Miami college student. Went to, I think she had a, maybe like 20, 30,000 followers yeah. went to college. And then she just basically did a, a day in the life, get ready, make up everything, mm-hmm. correct? Yep, exactly. And then she blew up from there and people loved her stuff, loved her kind of authenticity and the way that she was showing up on TikTok. She talks a lot about acne and those sort of things. Um, but it's really hard for, let's say... I don't know, a face wash like Neutrogena to create a face wash ad essentially with somebody that is that relatable. So that's where the user-generated content comes in. We were talking about how it's not just like, let's say this is a big podcast. It's not Nikki reaching out to me being like, just when would be just me being like, hey, this podcast is brought to you by Scottsdale Body, and yeah. then it's reading an ad. It's more, hey, Scott, rather than us giving you a hundred grand to sponsor your thing, I'm going to pay you a hundred grand. You create content for us, and this is the body. Co- like, yeah. it's the same thing, but it's just almost reversed. Yeah. So now every time I do something, they're like, oh, that's the body guy. Yeah. Rather than, and they, they think that's where it's more valuable now. Yeah, exactly. Rather than just because you know. They're, a million followers, like how many people are actually liking and then clicking on the link and doing all that, they're probably seeing a right. big drop down yeah. now. And I think that there's just more an emphasis on content, content, content. Like you just have to be a content machine in order to stay relevant. And if you're having your same marketing girl show up on your channel, they're going to know that she's the marketing girl um, for Neutrogena. I'm just yeah. continuing to use that as opposed to like someone who actually might be using the product, who is giving a testimonial that they like it and it's coming from Neutrogena themselves. It's just a little bit more hard hitting, I think. Yeah, that's why we finally got the camera. So I yeah, could right. I, I, I could make some videos and I can go famous and just quit my job. Perfect. I yeah. love this for you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Dan Levy. What a good... Yeah. From... Um, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. That's it. Yeah, I love that for you. Yeah, <laughs> great philosopher that guy is. I love that show. Um, oh, it's the best. Yeah. Uh, w- Going back, I guess a circle back, we got kind of went down on a tangent, but uh, with your company right now, if someone were to be like, hey, I got a small business, I want to grow it, they reach out to you, how does that process work? Yeah, so there's a few different ways because I kind of mentioned before, I see gaps in the system sometimes when it comes to photography and social media. So really, I think the biggest piece or where a lot of people start is photo shoots. So that's a primarily a lot of my, um, a lot of my client base right now is photo shoots. So someone will come to me, they will do a photo shoot and then they will use it for however they want, whether it be social media, their website, maybe they're going through a rebrand, uh, maybe they have a launch, um, like the body mama program. I took pictures for Harper for that. So like it's primarily around a launch of a product, a service, something like that. Um, from there, though, I do offer you know templates for social media. Should you not necessarily know how to 
be a graphic designer. Or I also have social media services where I create posts um, all the way from, you know, just creating the posts and handing them over all the way up to managing of social media platforms. So I can kind of meet you wherever you're at in the process. Um, primarily, I do a lot of work with Instagram. That's just kind of one yeah. of my... Um, expertises but I, there is definitely a huge emphasis and push on tiktok too yeah so. well i see people on instagram and it's like ten thousand followers and then they're like two billion on tiktok i'm like what what is yeah it's but crazy I, it's just it's, it's just getting in the in like you said with twitter you know it's the same thing some people got in so much earlier on tiktok and we're i mean the paul brothers uh, or at least logan got popular on uh vine Oh yeah, that's he right. was doing like his. He was doing Dunkin' Donuts. That's how I found out about him. He was doing Dunkin' Donuts Vine videos for yeah. Vine was for all you young people. I'm old <laughs> as fuck. So Vine was you get six seconds to create a clip. Yeah, and he would do like a Dunkin' Donut. He went viral and he did like a Dunkin' Donuts one, um, and then from there you know, Twitter to, uh, Instagram to YouTube and stuff, but you have uh, that energy drink now, right? Prime. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. And that blew up on TikTok too. And all yeah. these kids now want to have their prime drinks. Yeah. And, and, so. and, and, uh, it's actually pretty good. I've had it. Oh, I, haven't I had it one time, uh, when I was hung over in DC, but <laughs> besides the point, um, probably not the best promotion, but yeah. it, it cured, cured my hangover. I think you might be the exact target market. I think that's exactly how yeah, it's supposed to be. Me and 12 year old boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Who I would be lumped in with. Um, when you or so you're going through the process, helping them anywhere when you're starting a new business or even like you have you helped like podcasts out or anything like that? Yeah. Um, so I actually worked with Annie. I mentioned her earlier. Um, she owns Skin Charm. And then our good friend Jenna, she also owns um, what's called Skin Fit. So they're both estheticians. Um, and so I helped them kind of launch their um, Charm School podcast which I had a little bit more in-depth help with them on getting everything all set up. However, I was instrumental in helping them with um, like their branding photos and creating um, the photo shoot for them to launch the podcast, and then I ran the social media. But that happened right before COVID, so as soon as COVID hit, we kind of took a hit in our momentum. The you know steam was let out of the engine, but um, yeah, that has been a something that I really enjoyed helping them out with too. Have you noticed a time of day or a day of the week that people, it's better to post? Well, it just depends on your audience. So that's yeah. the caveat. So it just yeah. kind of depends on who's following you, but that's why it's important to, when you're working with someone who is in social media, that they understand the analytics and understand like the um, business side of Instagram to be able to provide you valuable insight on what times and what days are best to post. Yeah, I've always like you can like Google it or like what I thought about this like the best time to release we we decided on Tuesday I thought you know Monday people are getting to work Tuesday was just kind of my thought I know a couple popular podcasts that release on like Tuesday so that's yeah. so I thought I gave them the whole week you know if, never on a Friday but that's just I was just more curious if there's but makes sense your audience you know yeah, so it just kind of depends on it. and where are you telling people to listen to you from like are you directing people from Instagram to go to so. Uh, for us personally, we, I mean, we tell them to go to Apple or Spotify, mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, Nikki makes a post 
with a link to it on Tuesdays. Yeah. Um, but that's why, you know, we're trying to get the camera out here because God bless Nikki. They're, they're <laughs> open up the boxing. Um, they have some other stuff in the works. I don't know if I'm supposed to share, so I won't say anything. Uh, <laughs> Teaser. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, they're, uh, they're buying me a house next door. To oh, clo- nice. No, I'm kidding. That'd be, uh, <laughs> the, and so I was like, well, we should do some more video content. And again, when I did the bachelor podcast and then I did, uh, the sports betting one for my buddy, I was like, taking the video, cutting it up mm-hmm. on like cap cut, editing it, making it like whatever. And I'm not the, I went to school for sports. Like I did sports major. I'm not very technology savvy. So I was like, why don't we do this? But she was like, I know I'm just, it's just so busy. And you gotta think about it. She's got to listen to the whole audio, cut it up. So if it's a 40 minute episode, it's minimum 40 minutes to listen to this. Yeah. Then you got to watch the video another 40 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, well, I, I can do the I'll do the video. I'll, I'll just take clips. I have a, my iPad, a pen. So that's what I was like. This will be the first one. I'll just cut it up and I'm not great. And I'll send it to you. And if you know, you want to edit it or just about, I'll just send you a couple 15 to 45 second clips to help like, you know, release one Wednesday, Friday, Monday. Yeah. So I like, get the audience like, Oh, there's, exactly. this is kind of interesting, you know, yeah. like, or like have a viral clip. Like I just said, mm-hmm. Nikki's buying me a house <laughs> for my birthday like that. <laughs> boom. Viral, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, in, that's just kind of the thought to help grow because we're, you know, we're doing all right. And I think a lot of people listen. We have a, the body, you know, people, I'm assuming most of our listeners are all body members and we get a good chunk of them from Arizona. You can see all the analytics and stuff. And so like, how do we just grow it a little more? Maybe get a couple more eyeballs or, or not yeah. say eyeballs, but, uh, ears on it. Ears. Yeah. So <laughs> be tough, uh, to get some eyeballs on, on a podcast, yeah. but, uh, yeah, just yeah. to get more people. So that's just kind of the goals. And then I'll learn as I go with the video. Yeah. I think you're doing the right thing because, uh, content is king or queen, however you want to look at it. And the more content that you can make from, this scenario, the better, and keeping it authentic and real is kind of the best anyway. So it doesn't have to be a professional video. It can be fun yeah. little clips, like you're saying. Yeah, I just maybe. I mean, the camera's kind of far away, so it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you can hear us. This is the first time we've done, it, so I don't know. We'll, we'll find out what it sounds like. And Nikki's got some big ass ceilings, so there is probably an echo in here. Yeah. So, you know. You know what? No one listens to a video with their phone or with the volume on anyway, so you can just put some captions on. That's why I was going to put some captions. Yeah. So, um, you, I want to go a little further back. You were working at Wells Fargo in the finance department. Were you doing, what were you doing there? So I started out in um, mortgage. So I started out actually in default. So I was doing what was called home preservation. So people who were defaulting on their homes would come in for help, essentially. Gotcha. Uh, Then I transitioned into origination. So I sold loans and lines. um, And I did a lot of refinance back in the day. And then I transitioned into their, from their small business lending. So I did uh, loans and lines for small businesses. Okay. And then working with small businesses, is that where you're like, hey, I can do this on, I was trying to figure out the connection, if there was a connection leading up to it. Exactly. You start out with defaults. I was like, I don't know if we're (laughs) going to get to to my question (laughs) of how she ended up doing this. So you work with small businesses. Yeah. So that's exactly kind of how the evolution of what I was doing and how I got to where I am went is that I had a manager sit down because I was getting ready to jump positions again. And he was like, are you sure that you want to do this? Like, it seems like you're just, you know, bouncing around within Wells Fargo trying to see what sticks you should probably really think about what you want to do long term and I was like you know what you're right thank you for saying that and I I do love working with small business and I do love seeing the impact that something such as social media and photography can have on like 
a bottom line um, and kind of meshing the two and making sure that it continues to make sense for people. Um, but yeah, but creatively, I like what I'm doing much better now. Did you just get up and quit one day and then just go 100 miles an hour at this? Or were you like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to like quietly quit mm-hmm. and then you know 40 hours of work here but 20 hours on my real job and that or was it like a slow quit to uh, grow yeah it's been a very slow slow evolution um so i silently kind of scooted my way into photography i was picking up enough to where i actually um, got my first marketing job, um, which was with Henry Brown, Buick and GMC. So I kind of transitioned into social media management with them. Um, still all the while doing photography on the side. Um, from there, I then transitioned. I met Annie and I've been working at Skin Charm for a really long time. Um, I started kind of helping her grow the business. And then, um, I transitioned into marketing for her and then she just recently, um, transitioned me into contract. So I'm, she's now one of my biggest clients. Um, and I still do photography, social media, or was doing photography the whole time on the side. Um, but I just recently have gone hundred percent full freelance. Yeah. So. Not smart. I, uh, I follow a couple of business podcasts and, or just people and um, go and contract 1099 as your own is it financially they don't tell people I know W2 world's great and everything I have a W2 job I do some contract on the side and it's you can do a lot of tax benefits and stuff for it too and you make your own schedule and I think it's a lot less it's stressful but also a lot less uh, you know if people are like on the fence of going it like there are some good financial benefits to going uh on your own too. Yeah, as long as you know how those work, because yeah, well, it's very that's that's important. also true. But yeah, like save some receipts every time you eat. Exactly. Yeah. Have a business meeting once a quarter. Yeah. Bring up the word business. Exactly. Boom! Right exactly. off. No, not exactly that, but um, something but like that. Something close to that. Yeah, uh, but it is nice to have like you know the flexibility, but there is some downfall to that too. You are your own boss, so if you don't have like you know, the drive to want to get up in the morning and not have someone yelling at you to do your job, you kind of have to figure it out on your own. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, there's days at my regular job where I'm just like, I don't feel like working today, you know, and when it's your own company, you know, there's, you're taking the hit. Yeah. You're taking, you're not doing anything. You just made zero dollars where, you know, my job, I was like, well, I'm getting some of my salary on the side. So hopefully my boss isn't listening. Um, (laughs) but, uh, but they all, everyone goes through where you're just like, you're like, man, I didn't really feel like this is a bad day for me. You know, a couple, I just took that afternoon off. I just mentally wasn't there. And you do as a, you know, your own boss, you know, you made zero dollars where, you know, a W2, you Mm -hmm. get some, uh, benefits of, you know, that you can kind of just dick around a little bit. So, um, if someone, I guess it depends on what their profession is, but, or what they're trying to do as an entrepreneur. But if someone was thinking about on the fence of quitting, what's some advice you would give them? Is this person already starting their little side hustle? Let's say they're, let's say someone that's like has an idea of what they want to do. They, okay. they have this idea. They're thinking about like, Hey, I'm thinking about quitting. I have this idea. I want to do it. How would you suggest they start out? I, and let's say they, they, it's not like they have a lot of cash flow of money just like 
they don't have a million dollars where they can just quit and be like, I'm going to try this. Right. They're like still kind of need their other job, but. Yeah. I think, um, for me, the thing that was most helpful was, um, backtracking into what I wanted my life to look like. So essentially I mapped out, okay, in two years from now, this is what I want my life to look like. And here's the steps that I'm going to take in order to get to that place and kind of do like a journey map of how I'm going to get there. Because big picture, if you're doing the same things every day, spinning your wheels, you're not really getting to where you want to go. And that can really help, you know, line out exactly what you need to do to get there. Um, So for instance, I don't necessarily want to show up to a photo shoot every day. That's not something I want to have to be here for. I want to live a life where I can travel if I want to. And a lot of my role right now requires me to be here. So for me, what does that look like? Do I build a team? Do I have people who are also going out and taking photos for me, but they work for me? Um, So then, you know, you're tracking into, okay, then I got to figure out a way to get enough shoots to where I can hire people. And so it's just kind of that progression and working backwards. And then from there, I think you can say, okay, by the time I get five shoots, I'm going to be comfortable or five shoots a month if I'm going to be you know, trying to leave my full-time job, um, then I know I'm going to have enough to cover me when I leave. Or then I can at least take a part-time role somewhere else that can kind of supplement my income in the interim. Um, So just kind of having a plan, I think, is really... I think you touched on a good point, is, like, you're sitting there, whether you're at your desk job, you're at a job where you... or It was... The worst person is... The worst place to be in a a job is... um, where you don't hate it and you don't, it's not the thing you want the most. Yeah. You're in that moment where like, yeah, it's a good job. It's like, it pays my bills. I do well. Complacency. And my hat. Yeah. Complacency. Cause then you just sit there. Yeah. And so if you're thinking about that, but you mentioned that like you look in two years, if you're in the same spot doing the same thing, is that really what you want to be doing? Mm-hmm. And if it is like, if you could be happy like that for the next 10, then that's fine. But if you're on like the fence of thinking about it, it's like, all right, two, three, four, five years down the road. I'm a 28 year old. Um, at, at 33, do I see myself do wanting to keep doing this or do I see myself wanting to do, you know, my passion? And, and so that was yeah. like, like, that's I think a good piece of advice to just look at it that way. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like, I keep kind of harping on this point, but it doesn't, you don't have to figure it out right now. Just take like a leap into something that you may think might be your passion and see if it works out. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. And it's fine. No one's going to judge you about it. Yeah. I mean, we had, uh, it, it got released today. Um, you know, Amy, the doctor who's talked about like gut health and everything like that it was like, she was a doctor and then more friends and people started asking more questions about this other stuff. And she was like, I think there's a market for this. Yeah. And then, then she started helping people and I was like, well, I'll write a book about it. And mm-hmm. that's kind of, I don't think she went into, she didn't go into it thinking I'm going to write a book. Exactly. It, it kind of came about and she adapted to it too. So yeah, guess I was go. listening to that episode on the way here. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm always, I feel like I'm always like the dumbest person when we interview people. That's why we're inviting some of my friends to come on. So I feel better about my life. Uh, well, Dr. Amy is very smart. But, so. Yeah. It's, it's just, I have my best friend was in med school. He's a orthopedic surgeon. I visit them and all his friends and I just sit there and I'm like, I'm just like five doctors talking. I'm just, I'm so dumb. Yeah. I was like, uh, Not I, I was, smile. I'll be like, so what about sports? And they're like, 
who, who's this guy? Get him out of here, you know? So, uh, well, they got to keep you around for some reason. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's to pick on me probably, but <laughs> you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> um, I think we, we kind of touched up on a, on a lot of it, you know, with the, we talk about importance of like networking, branding, yeah. um, any other kind of tidbits you want to add? No, I think it's just, you know, keeping those people who have supported you from the beginning, like remembering where you came from and, you know, staying humble and making sure that on your rise, you bring up the people who came along with you. And I, I'm just at a point right now too, where I have been like the small guy before. And so I really want to help the small guys out. That's something that I'm really passionate about. Um, so it's just a matter of like finding the people who, you know, fit in with your network and, no, it's, I was out with a, a couple of years ago, this, this DJ, he's actually, I think, pretty big now, but um, he DJed a hot chick, and I was like, well, you're, you're too big for this. He's like, listen, they're the first ever place that gave me, let me DJ, so whenever I'm in town, I always just offer it up. Yeah. And he's like a lot bigger now, and it, he was just like, yeah, I always remember, like, you always remember, like, in sports, I always remember the first scholarship you got offered. You yeah. always, like, remember that, so, no, like, it's helping out you know if you ever do blow up you always remember those like the few people that helped you or you're the first person that you do a photo shoot your first client you always remember them so yeah um what i guess what what's your goal for the next three or five years well i kind of two years i guess yeah Yeah. alluded to it a little bit i really want to um build a team i think um being able to make content effortless is something that I'm passionate about because I think a lot of people need it and sometimes it can be so overwhelming but I would love to have you know the ability of like a add to cart type of scenario where if you have this kind of style or you're looking for this kind of style you get to choose this photographer you get these templates you like you get this management system, whatever it may be, and making it a little bit more seamless so it's not so overwhelming for people. Um, and being able to build out a team to help me, you know, create those types of photo shoots or video or whatever it may be. Um, I think subscriptions I want to start offering. So for a business who maybe needs photos, but they have their um, social media down pat, but they need a constant flow of photos, just um, creating a subscription type service and then kind of seeing where it goes from there. All right. Yeah, no, I, uh, we were talking about videos, content, everything. I think a lot of people always ask, and I'm like, how, how much content should I put out there? And I don't necessarily, and you could tell me if I'm wrong or not, I don't necessarily think it's, you got to post every day at 12 o'clock. It's like, it's got to just be you're talking, good content. Yeah. You don't just want to post to post something. Mm-hmm. You want to have like good quality content. I mean, the only times you're on reel is just like going through it yeah. and just like, oh, wow, I watched that for 30 seconds, that for a minute. Yeah. So I think it's... Uh, important to have a strategy so kind of backing it up and trying to understand what you're trying to do with your content and then creating a a framework around that strategy so that way it doesn't feel so haphazard and then maybe your content is like you said 10 second clips where you're posting every single day a clip from the podcast and it doesn't necessarily have to be that overthought or it could be something that's way more intentional and providing education. So it just kind of depends on what your strategy is. Um, 
and who you are as a business and what you're offering. It's so like, there's just so much, there's, yeah, there's, there's so much to it. Yeah. I mean, just think of like, again, everyone probably listen has Instagram. How many times you're on reels and you go from like someone dancing to like a highlight clip to a podcast, yeah. you know, all in like within like a minute of each other. Our attention spans yeah. are so small. Absolutely. Uh, I had one more question here. Um, That's why I got. That's why I got to write things down when I when I <laughs> when think, you think of it. Yeah, uh, but I guess before we, we started and we got on the mic, you mentioned you wanted to do a to oh, yeah. a giveaway or some a photo kind of. What are you thinking? We can we can we can actually brainstorm right now. I like this. Yeah, yeah. it was something that I was thinking about on the way over here. I was like, why don't I offer to do a free photo shoot of Scott? Like, yes. Yeah. Of yeah course. Perfect for your hinge. I think we decided. Yeah, yeah. Right? For my hinge profile. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna. No, uh, hopefully, you're good enough, and you just get me on Raya. Yeah, well, I think I can make that happen. All right, perfect. <laughs> I need to get a couple commas in my bank account, but once we get two, yeah, yeah. we got one comma, so perfect. that's good. You're starting somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we can definitely offer, or I can do a free photo shoot to any body member or anyone who listens to the body podcast. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be for a business or a brand, but if someone just wants photos, um, we can just do an hour photo shoot giveaway. I don't know. All right. We do it like yeah. So what, maybe we'll uh, on we'll, we'll post a picture of you, obviously your business, and you're giving away a free photo shoot for um, maybe make a comment, funniest comment, or we'll, we'll yeah. think of something okay. like a funny comment or like why, that. maybe why you deserve a photo shoot, make it either funny or, or serious. Yeah. Um, it could, if you're a new startup, maybe why, if you're just a individual person like myself who would just be like, I haven't had a date in two years. So like, um, I could use <laughs> help it. Guy out. Yeah. Help him out. Yeah. Something like funny. I don't know. That'd yeah. be a good idea. No, I love this idea. Um, although now I think about it, we're talking about it. And the podcast is going to come out after we we do it. So um, maybe podcast is going to come out Tuesday. We're going to post it, but maybe we'll do the post a picture after. Listen to the podcast, and then like the Thursday after it comes out, we'll uh, we'll select a winner. Perfect. All right. Should we um, make them listen to the whole episode and put like a little yeah you word have, that oh. they have to say? Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. That's so that way they have to in the comment the in their comment. You have to say, um, I guess we get, what should we, what should they have to say? Oh, now you put me on the spot. Yeah. I don't know. What word are we going to have them say? Uh, what's, what's, uh, what if they say visionary visionary? Okay. They have to, they have to, why you suggest it. Yep. Dot, dot, dot visionary yes so if you don't if you why you deserve to be a free hour photo shoot uh-huh. you got to put dot 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 visionary at yes. the end and that's the only way you're going if you write i deserve to be on this because it will be in the comments like hey you can give it for a contestant listen to the podcast yeah and see why you have to put the word visionary yes after yeah Perfect. I love this. This is going to be All right. Fun. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. Any, any other advice for people? Uh, us at the Body Podcast? Anything? No. I think that maybe we should do a photo shoot, though, for the Body Podcast. Too. I would love that. I 
when I say I have like I take like three pictures of myself, perfect, and they're my my nieces. That is all I have. Well, we, we're gonna make we're gonna change that. Love that for me. <laughs> see, I love that for me. Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> well, Full where, where can everyone find you on Instagram? Yeah. So um, you can find me at the Lins Bay Creative. Um, me personally, I'm at I live at at the Lins Bay. Um, but otherwise, you can also find my website at thelinsbay.com. Are you sensing a theme here? The Lins Bay. Yeah, Lins Bay. <laughs> Like yeah. Lindsay Bay. Yeah, put it together. Wow, I'm, I, people say I'm not smart. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, again, thank you for coming on. And again, if you are listening and you want a free photo shoot, listen to the podcast. Dot dot dot. Visionary. You can hear us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, it's the Body Podcast. If you want to come on, just email bodypodcast at gmail B-O-D-I, body. Everyone should know that. Thanks. You should know that. Yeah, thanks. Thank Again, you. Again, absolutely. <laughs>